What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me for the Faces for Radio podcast. I am your host, David, a.k.a. The 4K Lowdown. My partner in crime, Rich TurnerFan77, will not be joining us this evening. I know, I'm sad too. Um, but unfortunately, he got called into work, so it's just going to be me and my special guest. I'm going to bring her out here in just a second. Um, I have a little intro that I wrote. So with close to 1800 followers on Instagram and well over 2000 on YouTube, this person is much like the movie she loves. She is a monster as one third of the rad pack, her content, as well as her backdrop is purple and on point. The faces for radio podcast is honored to welcome in the final girl herself, Mel, AKA my killer podcast. Mel, how are you? Hi, I'm Hi. doing really good. Thank you for having me <laughs> oh my pleasure it's it's an honor to have you i know we we tried to do this like about a year ago we couldn't get our schedule straight um so i'm really happy to see you on the show this time and we're gonna talk some horror movies it's gonna be awesome so um what is it about horror movies in general that appeals to you most uh well i just kind of grew up with them forever my momster was really big into them and she used to watch them all the time and so therefore i watched them all the time so they're just kind of ingrained in me it's just my favorite genre i watch them all the time halloween's also my favorite so favorite time of year, <laughs> yeah. favorite, totally. time of year favorite holiday all things yeah Corey's in the house what's up Corey? and Hi, we Corey. have holland. holland holland thanks for joining us johnny is in the house what's how are you johnny, johnny? Look at that. Everybody jumping in. Um, okay. So those of you that are unfamiliar with the high five, the high five basically is I bring a guest on the show in this case, Mel, and I had her pick five movies that are horror themed because of the month. And basically rich and I watched these movies previously and scored them already. So what we're going to do is have Mel talk about these movies and score them live on the show using the lowdown formula and um she was a little nervous beforehand <laughs> <And I understand laughs> um, we're, we're gonna make this work it's gonna be a lot of fun um but yeah everybody's saying hey to everybody else and in the midst of this mel i'm gonna ask you five hot seat questions they're gonna be really easy just kind of get your feel for your your movie watching preferences like things that you like when you watch a movie um, actors that you like, things like that. So we're going to go through that in between each movie. We're going to ask a hot seat question. So without further ado, are you ready for your first hot seat question? Oh, oh, just right from jump. Sure. Well, Let's right from the jump. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to just knock this out. Okay. First hot seat question. Do you prefer to watch movies in the theater on digital or through physical media? Oh, what I prefer. What do you, what do you prefer? Yeah. In the theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is it the, uh, a lot of people have bad experiences in the theater, but um, what is it about the theater that appeals to you most with, you know, big screen and the sound? Mm -hmm. and yeah. All you, of that. It's like yeah. mostly the popcorn. <laughs> oh yeah. I love the popcorn. I love going and getting candy. I get a box of candy. I get my popcorn. I get a large soda. It's like the only time I'll drink soda is when I'm at the movie theater and you go and you get your seat and I like to sit kind of in the middle of the screen, in the middle of the auditorium. And it's like, because I'm at the theater, 
some of those surrounding things that might annoy people don't annoy me just because the experience is so much fun. The last movie that I went to see, it was really funny. Um, it was The Exorcist Believer. And it's kind of a scary movie, right? So there was a yeah. woman in the audience who was just like overly scared, like was like, just, like screaming, screaming and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you would think that would be annoying, but it really wasn't like if I caught myself laughing and having a good time with it. <laughs> I was like, it kind of enhances the experience, right? With, yeah. Um, and I, I remember when I watched the first Insidious movie, it was kind of like that. And you could hear people like ruffle in their seats and stuff. Like they're getting ready to hide because they knew a jump scare was coming. Mm -hmm. And you could, and like the half of the audience would just scream. Yeah. Um, when stuff was going on. But yeah, I, I just recently watched Exorcist Believer too. Um, nobody really uh, overreacting or anything, but that that's kind of fun. It's when, you know, someone's on their phone or um there's a you know bunch of noise that doesn't have anything to do with the movie but if someone's screaming and people are cheering and there's mm -hmm. laughter I I dig that I think that's a lot of fun yeah me too so it's just kind of the overall ambiance of it all and then I, I'll usually get that movie on physical when it comes out and then I'll watch it at at home in the dark by myself and then I'll, I'll get the creepy vibes then you know <laughs> oh, okay okay cool all right so um basically with your five movies and I love the variety that you picked. So there's <laughs> different, different types of horror, right? So uh, I usually, I kind of break it up into five different categories. I have paranormal, which is your possession movies and your ghost stories and things like that. Slashers, which are your classic, you know, Halloween and Friday the 13th and all that kind of stuff. Your monster movies, which are your vampires, your werewolves, your, giant alien things in Antarctica, things like that. Um, and then gore, which is just straight up, you want blood and guts and body parts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as would say the stuff that I'm sick about because I love that stuff, but he doesn't. <laughs> um, and then, and then I, I take a fifth category and I separate found footage from that because some people mm -hmm. either love or hate found footage movies, even though they could mo mostly they're paranormal, but they could be different styles. But found footage is kind of its own type because of the way it's filmed. So, mm -hmm. um, so I love the variety that you picked here. And <laughs> there was, there was actually one movie that was a first time watch for me. And oh, I am a I am a big horror movie fan. So when you presented one of these movies, I was like, oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> and nice. I was I was really looking for it. So that was a lot of fun. I think Rich had three first time watches. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess five. you so said yeah, he wasn't a horror, not as big of a horror fan. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so funny when um, I asked him to pick like his top five gory movies and I think his first pick was Final Destination 2. And I went, <laughs> okay, yeah, come on. <laughs> That's but, adorable. I no, love Rich. Um, he's he's so awesome. But yeah, but I I picked something that really grossed him out. And um because I, I wanted to test his level, what he could handle. Mm -hmm. And um, it was excision. And I don't know if you've seen that. No. Um, oh, if what's you, it called? Ooh, it's called excision. Excision? Yeah. And um, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. He he just went no. He goes, I was I was sick. I threw up. I didn't oh, want to. He was, he was like, you're, he goes, you're a sick person. 
<laughs> I was just like, I was like, it's a great story. It's sad, but it's it's a great story and it is very bloody. Um, but it, you know, I you know, I said I could have went with a Serbian film, but you would have totally you would have totally had a problem with that. He um, would, yeah, he would have just checked himself right out. Yeah. But I was like, I did, I did levels. I went, okay, let's try, you know, a couple level twos. And I went level three, level four, and then level six was excision. Cause I, I rate the, the level of gore on like a one to 10 scale, um, much like I do with my scores here. But anyway, um, Bob's in the house. Hi, Bob. Hey, Bob. Jumping in. I appreciate that. Um, had one first time watch Psycho Gorman. Um, nice. Awesome. Adding excision to my tubing list now. <laughs> I, I hope you like I'm gonna it. do that too. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I've got the I, I've got the DVD. I should I should show you, but we'll see if we've got time at the end. Yeah, of this. for sure. And um Johnny says a Serbian film is wholesome family entertainment. Yes. Um yes, yeah, it's a family film. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't right, show right your there kids. with jingle all the way, and that's that's, that's where I put it. My Christmas movie watches. Mm. <laughs> uh but anyway okay let's get to our movies so cool. as i said five movies that you you gave us to watch we watched all five we scored them and we're going to present them and talk about them ranked lowest to highest based on rich and my average score so i have little tidbit videos from rich because he couldn't join us but he did talk about each movie so i'm going to surprise you with each movie that he picked from fifth to first. So getting, getting to his lowest scored movie, here we go. Psycho Gorman. <laughs> this movie was terrible. I know a lot of people like this movie. I don't get it. Um, this was like a Power Rangers movie on crack. Had gore, had a little bit of humor but yeah i couldn't stop thinking of the power rangers when i watched this movie it, it was terrible this is the worst movie out of the five um will i watch this again absolutely not um but again thank you for picking it because i got to see what everybody was talking about so yeah i always like watching new movies and i got to watch this one so i could check that off my list of movies to watch and that's my thoughts on Psycho Gorman. Not much thought because it was a terrible movie, but that's it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it, it's it's these 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 videos are priceless. Oh my god! Um, but Psycho but Gorman yeah. is supposed to be cheesy and ridiculous. It was maybe right be a, a Power Rangers type movie, you know? Right. And when he said Power Rangers on crack, and I said, "Yeah, that's exactly right." That's, That's exactly what I felt about it. Um, you know, I can't say I loved it, but for what it for what it was supposed to be, it was it was perfect. It was did this your exactly. First, first time watch. Which one was your first time watch? You're gonna make me wait. <laughs> make you wait. Okay, um, fine. <laughs> I think you might be surprised. My first time watch. I was surprised. Ooh. I was like, oh crap! I can't believe I haven't seen this. I actually mm -hmm. bought this, so I own this on Blu-ray. Psycho Gorman. Uh, yeah. Oh, I pulled all my physicals. Did you want me to do that? Do you want we me to show them? We can. I didn't. I didn't grab my physicals. I have all of them except for well, except for one because I, I always pull them. my physicals for these live streams because I never know if um, people want to see them. So I have this one. 
And then I got the Raven Banner one that came with the little guy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hold on. Whoops. Wrong one. Oh, uh, uh, that's see awesome. him in there. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the same Blu-ray. It's just this yeah. one came with an action it's, figure. <laughs> it's got the action figure with it. That's cool. Um yeah. so yeah, so what is it about Psycho Gorman? What is it that you so um Blood Diner is one of like my favorite movies, and it is super B cheesy horror. It has bad pack practical effects, even worse jokes. And I haven't seen a movie like that in a really long time. And when I saw Psycho Gorman for the first time, I was like, yes, this is it. This is like my new aged blood diner kind of, you know, plus I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So I don't know. I just, I, I loved it from the first time I saw it. It's just, it's cheesy. It's B it's, terrible it's hilarious though yeah the practical effects are bad but they're good they're so good <laughs> hi yeah. tim tim is in the house um yeah i just you know i i told rich i told rich i said this movie is completely ridiculous but it's supposed to be yeah and um but yeah i gotta i gotta say though the 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 gore in this movie is is awesome Mm -hmm. it's it's way over the top but it you know the practical effects are bad but yeah it totally reminded me of of like the 80s cheese nasty horror movies where you're just mm -hmm. like wow i can't believe that um so yeah totally totally uh, i mean i enjoyed it but yeah i didn't give it a very high score because it's a bad movie <laughs> it's not it's not a good movie. It's just <laughs> I, I had fun with it because I got exactly what I expected out of it. Um, and yeah, so That's now fair. we're going to get the scores on this. So um, basically there's 10 and I'm trying to bring up your list. So Psycho Gorman, there we are. Okay, so um, there's 10 categories. And the first five categories are cast, acting, plot, ending, and story. So we're going to talk about those first. Now, when we talk about cast, it's mainly by recognition only. And I know you said you were terrible with names. So <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to work this just a little bit differently. So based on um, – and I kind of like how you were talking about um, – you know, how you felt about that cast being in the movie and things like that. So kind of put that into perspective. And um, so you're going to rate the cast on a one to 10 scale for this movie. Now I I'd like to have it by recognition. If you don't know anybody, then we'll just take, you know, like a two or a four, just kind of throw a number out. Hey, I don't know anybody here. Nobody looks familiar. So um, whatever you want, what do you feel about the cast here? Okay, so um, I'm going to give it a zero. <laughs> Can I give it a okay. zero or should I give it what a one? The, I don't know anybody. Okay, so we have to give it a one. Okay. Um, Rich and I both gave it a two. Um, so there's, there's just really, you know, nothing going on. But the low, the lowest we can go is one. So, so I'll give it a one because I don't know anybody. But how do I feel okay. about 
people who are actually casted. I love all right. them, especially the dad was my favorite. <laughs> I did like the dad. I, I like that. He was probably my favorite character. Yep. Um, let's see. Okay, Mike's in the house. Uh, Cannibal Holocaust is good family entertainment. Yeah, I put that right alongside a Serbian film. Um, mm -hmm. So, okay, so the next category is the acting. And this is where, you know, how do you think the acting was on a scale of one to 10 by the cast? So this is going to be a little hard because <clears throat> it's these actors went into this movie having to play bad characters and having to portray like acting kind of badly you know what i mean because like this movie right. is purposefully out to be a b horror movie that was its purpose so these actors right. are having to give b horror movie performances and to me i think they did a great job at doing that the little girl yeah. is like the most hated person in this movie by almost everybody but i loved her because because you hated her she did her job you know yeah. um so yeah, i gave i'm gonna give it a seven okay just solid. because yeah a lot of you know so not all of the performances were spot on and and everything like that but yeah yeah no that's totally cool i actually like the i like the kids in this they actually these aren't actors they took these kids and auditioned them and they didn't want anybody with any acting experience. So they took like brand new, like fresh off the street kids and, and put them in this movie. Cause they, we don't want you to know how to act. We want you to go ahead and do this movie. So, mm -hmm. cause I went, I went through and the, if you've gone through the, the special features on that Blu-ray, they talk about stuff like that with how they got, how they auditioned the kids and, and stuff like that. It was actually kind of cool. <clears throat> uh, oh, fit hey. and frightening and hey can't stay but saw the the live and wanted to show some support try to rewatch it later i appreciate that Aww, if you guys you. if this is your first time in here please feel free to like and subscribe to my channel i appreciate that um and of course if you don't know mel definitely check her channel her links are in the bio <laughs> uh in the description down here so um definitely give her a follow too but so Psycho Gorman is a hidden gem. Yes, it is. Um, and then my friend Mike is in the house. What's up, Mike? Um, so, so yeah. So the next thing is the plot. And the plot, this is your first curveball. What I'm going to do is read the synopsis of this movie from IMDb. And based on that alone, you have to say whether you how you'd be willing to watch it on a scale of one to ten. Oh based on that based oh on no that. Yeah. <laughs> i know sometimes i get some doozies but... i bet i've i've okay. read some of those imdb synopsis yeah okay it's, it's funny so yeah this kind of thing okay so here's the synopsis for psycho gorman after unearthing a gem that controls an evil monster looking to destroy the universe, a young girl and her brother use it to make him do their bidding. Well, that sounds better than what that's I thought that's it that's was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of this kind of lays, you know, you know, foreshadowing that he said it was a hidden gem. So, <laughs> I don't know yep. if he did that on purpose, Bob, but that was good timing. Um, oh, he'll, he'll say he did it on purpose. Oh, yeah, of course he did. 
So on a scale of one to 10, just by reading that, how likely would you be to watch this movie? Okay, so I kind of tried to rate these a little bit beforehand, but I'm going to have to drop my rating a little bit just <laughs> because that doesn't sound as good as what the movie actually is. Uh, right. So, I, I mean, based off of that synopsis, I did watch it, yeah. you know, because I knew this movie was coming before I, I actually saw it. So I, I did watch it. So I guess I'd give it like a six or a seven, kind of middle of the road. Okay. A little better than a little better than half yeah a little better than yeah. half. <laughs> all right all right so um i threw a six at it if you if you give me two numbers the next time then i'll raise that one up to the i'll round okay. that one up um mm, mm, that's not a bad plot description sometimes imdb will hose you with those yeah so yeah. there's some there's some doozies that i've that i've read and i'm like holy crap that was awful mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's, you know, kind of one of the things that makes it fun. Okay, so now the ending of the movie. This is strictly the ending. You're you're rating the ending on a 1 to 10 based on, you know, did you get all your questions answered? Did it get give you the closure that you wanted? What did you feel about the ending? So how would you rate the ending on a 1 to 10 here? Um, well, like I said, I really liked this movie. There really wasn't anything bad about it. I I feel like all of my questions were answered. Um, the ending made me laugh because of the brain kid and right. <laughs> which is so funny because blood diner had a brain in it too a practical oh, brain so that's right. so, so funny uh so yeah i i really really enjoyed the ending um and it ended the way i wanted it too so that's always that always helps so i don't know maybe like a eight okay great and then the next thing is the story. So story is basically um, beginning, middle, and end. Were there any slow parts in the movie? Did it did it keep you interested all the way through? Um, you know, like I said, anything anything in the middle that kind of bugged you? But again, rate the the total story of the movie, beginning, middle, to end, on a one to ten. The total story. Um, I'm gonna give probably. Is eight too high? <laughs> it's, this is about your feelings. So because I'm going to give it an eight because like I said, I, I knew exactly what this movie was going into it. And it is just like hauling balls through the whole movie. There isn't really any downtime. Right. There's, it is, you know, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no downtime in this. It's, it's yeah. full tilt all the way through. Yeah. It go, go, goes. And you're, you're laughing the whole time, whether it's just because parts are just bad or because the comedy is that good or whatever. So I'm, I'm going to give it an eight, I think. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So that's the first five. Second five are uh, script, cinematography, direction, music and wild card so we'll start with the script this is basically how it was written dialogue um any kind of bleh parts or something like that mm -hmm. so how would you write the script or how it was written uh this know. script was amazing <laughs> pretty fun. it was pretty damn amazing the the one-liners like i said i keep going back to the comedy because i mean this technically is supposed to be a horror movie, but all the horrors and the visuals and all the comedies and the dialogue. So uh, I'm going to give the script a nine because this movie just, it's hilarious and it's so good. And Psycho Gorman's like, his lines <laughs> are so funny. 
Yeah, everything's so literal. Yeah. Rock Rogers in the house. Uh, hi, hi, Roger. <laughs> All right. So the next one is the cinematography, and this is not not just camera work, but visual effects, practical effects, CGI any of that junk. So how would you rate that on a one to 10? Just the whole visuals of the thing. This is going to kind of, this is hard because like I said, the practical effects were meant to be bad. Yes. But they're still bad, right? Yeah. They're still, <laughs> they're still bad. They're purposely bad. So yeah, it made it kind of interesting to score. Cause I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's bad, but it worked. But it's supposed <laughs> to be bad. So yeah. then what? Um, I'll oh. give it like a, I don't know, like a seven. We'll say okay. seven. Okay. Seven's good. All right. So um, this is direction. So how do you feel that the director did here? Okay. I, I literally know nothing about direction. Okay. So, so <laughs> I feel like if I watched the movie and I enjoyed it and I thought the actors did good, then the director was probably good. Okay. So um, Stephen, Stephen Kostansky directed this. And he also directed The Void. What else did he direct? A lot of makeup stuff. What else did he direct? Oh, he directed um, the Day of the Dead TV series. He directed VHS 94, one of the segments. Um, Leprechaun Returns. I don't know if you've seen any of these. ABCs of Death 2. Um, I've seen 94. I've seen Leprechaun. I've seen parts of Void. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I give it a War. seven. Um, so it's it's kind of like based oh. on his other works. If you've seen some of the other works, how do you think he did here compared to that? Oh, compared to that? Okay, yeah. I'll give it a seven. Okay, sweet. Like it. Okay, music. Now, this is total. It's not just, again, it's all sound. So musical score, um, soundtrack, sound effects, like the, like the mm. crunch of bones, let's say. <laughs> oh even that okay the crunch of the bones and that the, was a good example uh, for and the squirting one. of the blood and mm. just the sounds that come with that that was one of the things i liked yeah about they, it, did a they good really job about they that. really kind of enhanced that and mm. made it to where you go ah <laughs> gotcha huh that was, a, that was a technical term so yeah i got chill i got chills on the back of my neck just thinking about that um <laughs> well the sound effects are something they did really well they did a really good job on the sound effects. um yeah so let's go seven seven good all right and the last thing is the wild card normally this is strictly um a rating based on the genre but since these are all horror movies mm -hmm. we're going to go based on the type of horror that this is and i consider this a gore movie because it's supposed to be bloody it's supposed to be gory it could it could technically be kind of sci-fi related but mm -hmm. um i think of it as a gore movie i don't know how you feel about it do you mm. what what type of horror movie do you think this is yeah, i i would have put this in like either be monster uh sci-fi horror or horror comedy right i like that, that too okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, if based based on the the type of horror movie this is, how would you rate it on a one to ten? Mm, I'll give it an eight because it did a good job. Good. All right. This makes me really want to go watch this movie. <laughs> 
right? I'm literally going to watch this movie after this. I'm going to watch all five of these probably after talking to them, talking about them. You should. I, I mean, we did in this, in just this last week or so, we've watched all five of these movies. So, That's so it was, fun. it was a lot of fun. Total blast. Um, all right. So do you want to know your final score on this? Sure. I'm just putting it together right now and I'm going to load it. <laughs> Excited. That's so, that's cool. I love it. Um, where are you? There you are. Okay. So let's go to the final scores on Psycho Gorman. IMDb gives us a 6.2. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 92%. Audience score 64%. Rich gave it a 51. I gave it a 54. And Mel, your score is a 68. Ooh. Is that good? I don't know. That's good. <laughs> okay. That's good. 68's not bad. 68's not bad. All right, so let's go to, what are you doing? Is it night-night time? <laughs> My granddaughter. Oh, Piper, come here. Come here, want to say hi? Nope. Aww. She usually just grabs the microphone and starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah, I thought you were going to come over to me. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> might come over. Um, yeah, it's not quite bedtime yet, so she usually comes over right before bedtime. Um, all right, so let's go to number four on our list, and let's hear it from Rich. Oh, man. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I would, Mel, I would have never watched this movie if you didn't pick it. And I'm glad you picked it because I got to watch it finally. And <laughs> this movie was so crazy. I was laughing a lot in this movie. Um, the clowns were actually looking pretty cool. I ain't going to lie. Um I think the popcorn turning into whatever they turned into in that shower scene, that made me laugh a lot. Um, There's a lot in this movie that I laughed. I just see, I keep saying laugh because this is what this movie did, made me laugh. Um, yeah, I, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So thank you for picking it, Mel. <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Rich. So, <laughs> so yeah, coming in at number four is killer clowns from outer space and this was my first time watch oh this one was oh man nice i was like i can't believe i've never seen this right uh, dang uh, oh mega mike is in the house my neighbor um psycho gorman is awesome so fun and you all are awesome thanks bro appreciate Thank that yeah mike says killer clowns is a fucking classic <laughs> all across the board thanks mike um there she I is i couldn't agree more oh. hello yeah okay let's see mama bye-bye bye-bye that was so funny. Oh, so she's that's, adorable. that's Piper, my granddaughter. Adorable. Yeah, she's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to knock my block on? Oh my yeah. God, I love it. That's so funny. And they were like, 
Okay. Oh. Did you get to see the music video though? No, I didn't. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna send you a link to the music video. So back in the day on the VHS, when mm -hmm. the movie was over, it transitioned like in the credits start rolling. It rolls a music video of, I think it's the Dickies wrote a song specifically for this movie. And then it plays the music video all through the credits. And it was so good. It totally changes the music score, that one song. Yeah, I bet. I forgot to give you hot seat question number two. We're oh. going to jump back really quick. Hot seat question, which you kind of answered already. Oh. What is your go-to movie snack or beverage for the theater and at home? And we talked about popcorn. I totally dig popcorn. This is your only time for soda. Um, <laughs> so what candy, though, do you normally get? Okay, I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Um, so Sprite is my soda. It has okay. to be Sprite. Um, and then we usually sneak in those little, like, powder, popcorn powders, like the powdered ranch or the powdered cheddar or whatever oh, right. that you like shake on top of the popcorn or yeah with those little yeah the little shaker things right. and then right. um junior mints is usually my go-to candy if they don't have that then i gravitate towards like chocolate covered raisins okay <laughs> like not normally candy i would like eat outside of a movie theater but for some reason right. like that's my jam that's just yeah that's just normal yeah that's that's like normal movie theater okay yeah i want to do something completely off the mark and this is why you know you do the soda i always do the popcorn with enough butter to kill a buffalo but <laughs> um but yeah oddly my my wife has a habit of she gets she'll either get skittles or she'll get the gummy lifesavers oh yeah yeah right but when she gets Skittles, she throws them into the popcorn. <laughs> that kind of sounds it good. The hell out of me. <laughs> I can't have that. I'm just like, oh, that's not popcorn. <laughs> but totally funny. So oh, um, funny. Johnny says pizza. Mike Johnny says, yes, pizza. I totally remember that music video. Right. Um, so good. That's a good choice. Mm hmm. Um, and Rob says, Hey, Rob. hey what's up? And hey, everybody, I appreciate that. What's up, Rob? Thanks for jumping in. Um, but yeah, anything, anything at home, like you, you, you're at home, you're watching a movie. Do you, do you have some other type of snack or do you? Um, so usually when I'm at home, I make what I call fun popcorn. So it's, uh, I basically just do the microwavable bag of popcorn with the same seasoning stuff. But then, right. um, if you do hot tamales in it with like, Cinnamon. yeah, the hot tamales with, um, usually candy corn, if I can get my hands on it and then like gummy right. bears or something, sprinkle them all in sometimes yeah, raisinets in there and then it's just like fun popcorn because it has all this candy in. <laughs> that's my go-to yeah that would that would totally drive me nuts <laughs> <laughs> but like you know i i'll do like i don't know if you i don't know if you have fiddle faddle which is hmm. the it's it's popcorn and then it's got caramel in it and nuts and all kinds of junk and it's all mixed together. Oh no, but it sounds good. 
It's really good. Chocolate. Usually there's like a chocolate drizzle in there and caramel and, and nuts and things like that. It's like fiddle faddle or it's, there's another one that's kind of like a butter toffee thing. That's pretty good. Uh, but good. oddly enough, my go-to snack for at home is chocolate covered banana chips. Oh, I love banana chips though. Those oh, are so it's so good. good. I, I take the chocolate covered banana chips cause I can get them at bulk and in, in my local supermarket and I put them in the freezer and Ooh, then I just, I just throw them in a bowl and just snack on them with my drink. And that sounds good. It's, it's, it's a blast. I really like it. whenever I can get that, I totally take advantage of that. <laughs> Brian says candy corn. No. Candy corn I, is the most I underrated candy. Like candy <laughs> you can't, you can't get candy corn except during Halloween. Uh, yeah. You indulge in that. that fruitcake of halloween candy well the, or, it's something something to do with the salty popcorn the spicy hot tamale and then the sweetness of the candy corn when you eat them together it just it does something completely different i can't explain it it just does and like the salt of the popcorn makes the hot tamales not hot anymore so then you did they just oh, taste like crazy. sweet cinnamon it's so weird I implore everyone to at least try it once. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was going on IMDb and was going to bring up Killer Clown so I could read the synopsis for you. Um, but what came up was Totally Killer on Prime. Oh, yes. It was, it was something that Rich and I just watched. I thought that was great. I just watched that as well and I liked it too. Yeah, it was uh -huh. fun. I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed um, it too. It was really fun. Cool. All right. So let's talk about killer clowns. So first things first, the cast, do you recognize anybody here? I mean, I know you're like way younger than me, but this is like my era as far as. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I only recognize a couple people. So um, Sheriff Mooney, I recognized yes. him. Okay. And then the red-haired chick, I recognized her. Those are the only two that I really recognize. The, the female lead, or was that? Yeah, the female lead. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I recognize her as well. Mm -hmm. So those are the only two that, like, I, you know, I've seen this movie for so many years, forever. So I know who those right. people are now. But um, recognizing okay, so them is just—I would say those three. Huh? Yeah, so that puts you in solid three. Okay. Yeah. For the cast okay so acting what do you think of the acting here i thought it was great like i think they all did a really good job uh <laughs> the lead actress always cracks me up when she does her like ah! yeah. <laughs> thing that she does um but uh yeah i would give the acting like a seven okay i think that's a nice middle of the road Right here we go. Let's read the let's read the synopsis. Oh God! Oh my goodness! Oh God! Fuck! <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna try to do this with a straight face. Aliens who look like clowns come from outer space and terrorize a small town. Okay, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I think there's like a five chance that I would watch this movie. <laughs> okay, so put a five? Sure. All right. 
That's so sad because the actual synopsis of this movie is great. It it is. It's it's so funny. Um, but okay. So wait, Mike says, "Oh, okay. Oh no, I'll try to. I'll try not to hold the candy corn against you, Mel." <laughs> Okay, thanks. Holland, Holland says, can Dave and Rich review the hot tamale candy corn popcorn? Uh, that would be funny. I, I love this idea. I, I'm I'm down to try it. I will try it. <laughs> I, I will try it for you, Mel. And then Yay, you know, I'll probably DM you and go, oh my God. That was, this was terrible. That was crazy. I can't believe you did that to me. Or um, you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it. I I think I'm, I love hot tamales. I am a huge fan of cinnamon. I love, I love the, the spiciness of that. Now the popcorn kind of taking that away. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I've just never thought of mixing candy corn in with that too. I think that'll be, uh, I'd be interesting. I'd try it. I'd do it. Yeah. So that's kind of where I come in because it's like, I would never just buy a box of hot tamales and eat them. I don't, I don't like the spice of them. But for yeah. some reason, when you put them in popcorn, like I will buy them and put them in popcorn and eat them just because it it changes the flavor. It's very weird. Right. All right. Uh, what do you think of the ending here for Killer Clowns? Uh, the ending was great. How the big top spirals up into the sky like a top, like a spinny top. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, the special effects are a little... Well, that's not this one, right? We're just <laughs> we'll talk about no, that later. No, we're getting we're getting to that when we talk about the visuals, but but you know, as far as the ending, the the closure and and I I'm just gonna say, killing them by shooting them in the nose. That's classic. It's so good, right? It was so funny, especially the big giant one. Yeah. <laughs> um. I. That was that was hilarious. I, I loved I, the guys in I, the I, ice cream truck when it was all said and done. They were like, "Oh no!" So and, oh yeah, we survived. We hid in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we gonna do about all the ice cream? You said to do this, we'd get girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna. I've, okay. I've had that conversation with a buddy of mine. He's <laughs> like. You said we'd get girls this way, and I was like, "No, that, I did not say that." Um, all right, so let's let's put a one to ten on this. What did you think of the ending? Uh, the end is a solid nine. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, so the story as a as a whole, what do you think of the story on a one to ten? Uh, so the story was incredibly creative. There's no other movies like this out there, so you got to give the story a ten. Right. It is. It's a crazy story. All the you little nuances of this story, like Rich said, with the popcorn turning into the like the the long neck clowns and yeah. the big top being a spaceship and the nose thing, like you said, and we even had some puppetry in there a little bit with Sheriff Mooney. Like it's so good, so creative. Eloquist, that was that was. Yes. That was hilarious, but it was also creepy. It was, so it was all it was really creepy. And then he goes, and then you get that sound effect with yep. him pulling his hand out. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> uh, okay, so how is it written? Let's talk about the script. So uh, what did you think of the writing here? 
I think the script was good. There were some good one-liners. Somebody mentioned one earlier, the, what are you going to do, knock my block off? And, yeah. And the, the old man at the beginning was pretty funny with some of his dialogue. And so I thought the script was pretty good. Um, I'd give it an eight. Okay. Dig it. Okay, so let's talk about the visuals. Cinematography, <laughs> visual effects, practical effects. So the practical I mean, effects are amazing in this one. For it being an 80s movie? Yeah. Yeah. The clowns, the cotton candy sacks when they rip that part off in the face underneath. Yeah. That was amazing. It gets a little shaky at the end when the spaceship actually kind of takes off. It looks a little cheesy, but it's a victim yeah. of its time, you know? It is. Yeah. Um. But now, today, it's so nostalgic. Like, I love seeing those kind of effects and stuff with, the, like, the lasers <laughs> and stuff. And since there was some good practical gore effects in this, you know, I, yeah. it makes me kind of want to give it, like, a 7 or an 8. Okay. Then we'll, we'll highball it. Let's give it an 8. Okay. Love it. All right. So, um... Now we're going to talk about directing. So ask me that director question. Yeah. <laughs> directs this and he directed, Oh, he produced that too. He directed. Is that screamers? No, I think he was just a producer on screamers. What did he, um, I think this was his only. No. Was he a director? Oh, I think I clicked on the wrong dude. Did I? I don't see that he's done anything else as far as a director goes. Yeah, I don't feel like I've seen him yeah, do I, anything else. Yeah, he's produced like other he's produced movies. But yeah, so I I think he did a pretty decent job of of directing this film. There wasn't there wasn't anything that really stuck out to me as being like like weird as far as how he was putting the movie together because when you mm -hmm. direct the movie it's kind of like you film it in the order that you want and then you like put it together in pieces and I think it kind of it worked for me as far as the the lineup goes mm -hmm. uh, so I thought the directing was okay I think yeah I I gave the directing a seven yeah that so sounds I, good. I, I thought that was pretty solid. And yeah. I think Rich did too. Yeah, because like you said, when you think about the movie as a whole and how it ebbed and flowed and mm -hmm. each piece, like each part going to the final climax at the end, it, it was all really well. There's nothing in there that I was like, eh, that didn't make a lot of sense or whatever. So yeah, seven, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. Mike says, when I did my high five, I had a list of about 30 movies and Killer Clowns, House 2, and Maximum Overdrive made it to the top 15. Nice. Love me some horror movies. Nice. I love, I love all those. I, I love, love, I love House 2. I love Maximum Overdrive. Mm -hmm. uh, really Same. awesome. What's up, Tiana? Hi, girl. <laughs> and hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, What's Chris. going on, my friend? Um, <laughs> all right. So we talked about direction. Okay, music. So sound effects, music, score. What did you think about this? Um, the sound effects were great. Like I said, that oh, that title song for this movie 
yeah. is so catchy and so good. And the music video is so good. I love it so much. I want to give it a nine. Ooh, give it a nine. Yeah. I'm going to send you that link to that music video. I'm going to do it right now just so I don't forget. It is so yeah, good. Yeah, I'd love to check that out. Oh, my God. You're going to be, like, singing this song. I'm going to be, like, all over that. I say, Cody's in the house. What's up, everyone? Don't forget to roundhouse kick that like button. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Oh, what's up, dude? Uh, Tiana loves some killer clowns. Yeah, girl. Uh, Melly Melly gumdrops in the <laughs> <laughs> Is that my pet I'm name? Pretty, <laughs> Did you just give me? A he was talking about you because um, I've I've only got only one of those applies to me, and that's the smelly. <laughs> that's the smelly one. The smelly one. I'm the you know smelly Dave, and that's. that's <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, my wife will not let me be smelly. <laughs> so, there's no no. I'm not allowed. Hygiene is very important. Yes. Um. Okay, so the last thing is the wild card. You know, again, sci-fi horror, maybe comedy horror. This is kind of like Psycho Gorman in a way. Yeah. Movie. So what would you rate this type of horror movie on a 1 to 10 here? Um, What did I give Psycho Gorman? I don't even remember. You gave Psycho Gorman an 8. An 8. Hmm. And would you think this would be better or worse than psycho gorman well i don't think it was any better or any worse i think they both I, really I did yeah really yeah. did what they went set out to do very well yeah. and so yeah i'd go with an eight for this one too Ooh, good score yeah. i'm sitting here doing the math i'm looking for the music video <laughs> You must see it. <laughs> I must watch it. You must I probably raised my, my score on the music because I, I gave the music an eight. And I'd probably, oh, you if did? I probably, yeah. Before and, um, you even saw the music video, that's amazing, yeah. actually. Yeah. Because I, I, I love the songs in there and I love the, the sound effects, especially with the, you know, the, the crazy, like, demented clown effects. For like mm -hmm. the gun and the cotton candy and all that kind of stuff. It was really kind of cool. I, I dug that a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> this just, <laughs> this just uh, takes me back. I, ah, like, I love it. <laughs> I forgot to put my pictures in for that. And where is? There you are. Loading that one up, and I've got that one too. Um, I love that clown car. That was, that was oh my so god, fun. that was so good. And all the clowns that came out of that, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I think that was that was at the end when the when the oh, when, when the, the when Mike um, Tobacco the and the cop come comes out. out. Mm -hmm. I know, I, I'm sorry, with a name like Mike Tobacco, I love, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Um, they were later used as trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, you can really, really identify one of them. I forget which one it is. Um, yeah. at the end Gabe, of Ernest. Caveman says, Hey everyone, heads not Hello. great. I'm listening in the background. 
Oh, sorry to hear that, brother. I appreciate you being here, though. All right, let's go to our final scores on Killer Clowns. IMDb gives us a 6.2. Rotten Tomatoes critics score 77%. Audience scores 60%. Rich gave it a 65. I gave it a 64. Mel, you gave it a 74. Woo, dang, we're like right on track with that. Solid. All right, <clears throat> moving in to number three. We've got a motor a little bit. So hot seat question number three. Besides the movies in your high five, what's one horror movie that you could watch on repeat right now? Um, hmm. I don't know. Does the burbs count as a horror movie? <laughs> I, I call it a dark comedy, but yeah, it could be. I I watched that I know, one I know on the burbs, like, and I, I kind of halfway. I thought you might have given me the burbs. <laughs> What? <laughs> I want to call it a horror comedy, but I guess it's more of a dark comedy. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> but but sure. But is there anything else that you're um, like? Just watch this. I love to watch this all the time. Other than this five, I don't know. Yeah. I gotta like look around. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look around in my mirrors. Yeah, nowadays there's not a lot of movies that I watch on repeat anymore because I have so many movies I have to just watch in general. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I it's, don't know. It's hard enough for me to just watch it once. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, yeah, I still, you know, I still, I watch The Exorcist every year for, mm, for yeah, Halloween. Um, so it's always, it's always The, the Exorcist, um, John Carpenter's The Thing, the original Saw and Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh. Those are those are my four like go tos. Yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid is one that I watch every year. Like I have to watch that one for Halloween. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Michael, like, this is a great pick. Heck yeah! All right, so let's go to our third movie, okay. and let's hear it from Rich. Evil Dead. This was a first time watch. I know that's weird to say, right? Evil Dead, who hasn't seen Evil Dead? But I'm not a fan of Evil Dead franchise. So this was a first time watch for me. Um, a very young Bruce Campbell. I think this isn't as bad as I made it out to be before I watched it. I get what they were trying to do. Um, I think this is Sam Raimi's first movie. I could be wrong. I'm, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Sam Raimi either. So, but I did enjoy this. It wasn't as bad. The special effects were pretty good for the time. Um, will I watch this movie again? No. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Evil Dead. There's so many hot takes there. I can't even with him. <laughs> Rich, I can't with you. You can't even with you right now. Rich. I can't even. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Not a fan of Evil Dead. Not a fan of Sam Raimi. <laughs> right? Rich just doesn't like anything that's actually good. <laughs> oh, what's up, Miss Caveman? Thank you for joining us. Oh, that's so that. funny. That is so funny. <laughs> um, okay, so number three movie, Evil Dead. 
1981. So I was 11 when this came out. And I absolutely love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a classic, it's iconic. Now, I'm I'm a little bit partial to the 2013 um I guess it's called a requel cuz it's kind of part sequel part re- reboot. Really? I do. I I like it because it's more serious. I love this one. Mm-hmm. But kind of like I, I'm not good with mixing my candy with my popcorn. I'm not as good <laughs> mixing my comedy with my horror. Um, there oh. are a, there are some exceptions. Absolutely, this being one of them. I love this movie. Um, but yeah, I just I I really like the 2013 remake, and it's surprisingly enough. Um, I can't say I liked that one better than this, but like one and two, I mm-hmm. I would the 2013 remake over Evil Dead Two. Interesting, yeah, because this movie could have gone either way. They could have made it super serious, or they could have made it a horror comedy. They took it a little more comedy, but not as comedy as the second one, because this one does kind of try and take itself a little more serious with splashes of comedy, where it's like the second one is just it's like straight. Just- straight <laughs> just it's just straight up <laughs> yeah. yeah um oh we got sarah in the house Hi, sarah. Sarah's, Hello. Hello. So much. sarah's awesome everybody's saying hey uh i hated the remake reboot it was just a generic gory horror movie shouldn't have been called evil dead okay i'm just we're gonna say goodbye to mike um <laughs> no. I didn't hate it. It was interesting. Um I enjoyed it, but it did it was just kind of it was it was more of a remake than a prequel, I feel like. The yeah. only thing they really changed was like the reason they were there, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I it's kind of like you know when you when you watch a horror movie and then you turn around and you watch it in black and white. Mm. It's the same movie. Mm-hmm. but it gives you a different feel. That's what, I mean, 2013, that movie felt like the original movie, only they took out all the funny stuff. Yep. 100%. They made it straight, gory, and this is, I love my gore. So I, I dug it. I was, I was really pleased with it. I, I thought I, I, I did enjoy it a lot. So, and it's okay that Mike didn't, you know, I, I've known him for a long time. So. <laughs> I'll let him slide, but uh, this uh, this was a fun rewatch for me. I do try to watch this at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it had no charm, no soul. <laughs> I knew why apparently. So <laughs> oh, everybody's gonna hate it, But let's go to the let's go to the cast on this. Okay. So so we can get our our scores knocked out here. What would you, I mean, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, Bruce Campbell um, is really the only one that was overtly recognizable. He's like the reason I watched this movie to begin with. Um, Obviously, I recognize all of the cast now. But um, so, yeah, I guess I'd have to give it a three on that point. Yep. A three. Okay. So what do you think of the acting? Oh God! I feel like this movie is not going to score as high as I want it to. 
but this one yeah it didn't score as high for i mean i gotta tell you i was i was higher than rich but uh (laughs) but yeah it didn't score as high as i thought i would score it yeah because it kind of has the same thing as psychogorgia it's meant yeah. to be bad but um it it doesn't come off the f- evil the for evil dead the first one doesn't seem as self-aware as evil dead 2 if that makes sense mm-hmm. because the comedy isn't there um so i'd give it like a six maybe okay yikes yoinks i don't like yikes it. yikes in a way <laughs> A six. Okay, now for the fun one. Let's read the synopsis from IMDb. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, this one's rough. Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh-possessing demons. That's it? That's it. <laughs> uh, IMDb is the worst. I'd still watch it. Yeah, I get, I still watch. You 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 had me at demons. I'd be like, okay, demons. I'm I'm down to watch this. And and throw flesh possessed demons in front flesh of that, possessed. even to make it a little more juicy. Yeah. yeah. So I give it a seven. Okay. I think that's what I gave it to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So at I least I'm on par here. Yeah, you're you're on you're on par with me. Okay. What'd you think of the ending here? Uh, I dug the ending. Um. Hey, Rich is here. What's up? He's saying he's checking in on his summer break, supper break. Everybody's saying, hey, <laughs> get bet in IMDb. <laughs> Sarah's saying, hey, um, Rich, okay. we, I'm not a fan of your take of Killer Clowns, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Or, or I'm just not Norman. a fan. <laughs> I just, the look on your face when he was like, that was a terrible movie, and you were like, <laughs> oh, and you had a lot of hot takes for Evil Dead too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I I'd give the ending an eight. Let's give it an eight. Okay. Count <laughs> for that. Okay, what do you think of the story? Um, so it is a, technically a possession movie, but at least they took the the horror trope cabin in the woods and changed that a little bit, made it a little juicier. They added the book. Um, so they had some interesting things going on in this one. So, uh, I'd have to give the story like an eight, maybe. Okay. I, yeah, that's what Rich and I gave it. So yeah, I feel like it's pretty original. Yeah. Um, came in says thoughts on Tucker and Dale. I, I love that. I, movie. I, I loved that. <laughs> I love that, that was, too. That was, that was good. Oh yeah. He's going to watch the replay. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're gonna be laughing, Rich. It's yeah, hilarious. you're gonna love it. <laughs> if, only you could, if only you could see when I had your video playing. If only you could see Mel's reaction to it. <laughs> um, so, okay, so let's talk about the script. How do you think this was written? Uh, the dialogue and, was uh, pretty ridiculous. Sam Raimi wrote this too. Did he? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess when I think about this movie, the dialogue is never the first thing that pops into my head. There's there's no real like memorable like one-liners or anything like that. So I'd say seven. Okay. Problem? All right. So let's talk about the visuals. 
practical effects, visual effects, cinematography. What did you think about that? So the practical effects are some of the thing that I love the most about this movie. (laughs) I think they're done really well. (laughs) And it's horrifying. Yes. It's horrifying (laughs) because of the practical effects. So I'd give this a nine for sure. Yeah, that's what I gave it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, direction. So Sam Raimi's the director, and you know, he's done the other, you know, the other evil deads, he's done multiverse of madness, Doctor Strange. Sam Raimi's like all over the place. Drag me to hell. That's one I really Do- liked. Doctor Strange was it was um, it was crazy. It was it it was a mess, but I think I think Disney was like reigning Sam Raimi in. It was a like, technical mess, but it made yeah. sense and yeah. The for him to take all of the points from the production and make that make sense and add a little Evil Dead to it, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I I really enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, and it was um because I I liked Sam Raimi's little horror spice, his little seasoning that he would put on it. Yeah, uh, he he it, added it, some it, Evil Dead it, in there. I swear that's what that was all about. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I love the whole thing with the gong when when she came out of the I I dug that. That was that was like right out of the ring. I was I was so mm-hmm. involved. I was so into that. That yeah. was so cool. So um, I actually own Doctor Strange, the steelbook, because I go and I see all of the Marvel movies just because I feel like cinematically they make the most sense to go to the movie theater to see, but I don't ever buy them. Yeah. But I bought Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I own that one too, but I, I, I own most of the steel books, so oh, yeah. It, See, I, I don't, not a, I it's not a surprise, it's more of a surprise that you bought it. That's not your normal thing, but yeah, I normally yeah. get those on Steelbook, but that one I was like, I, I liked it. Mm. And he says it again, I'm not a fan of Sam Raimi. <laughs> get out of here, you. <laughs> he's, got, he's got, she's gonna have words with you, brother. We're gonna have um, to have a what's talk. What's going on, Steve? Thanks for jumping in. Alrighty, so so as far as direction goes, uh, nine. I'm giving a nine. Solid. Okay. All right. Now music, um, score, special uh, sound effects. Um, I'd give it a music. seven. I think. Yeah. The chainsaw okay. is like the most memorable thing. Love that. Love that. I actually there's I know there was something about just the whole with that i don't even know how to describe it it's kind of in the background like that um almost like a like a high-pitched wine with the chainsaw oh yeah if you listen to it that really got i mean i gave this i gave the sound a 10 i i love this oh you did this was this was my favorite part next to the visual effects was the sound the way that they did the sound with it with the with the witch and with all the stuff, I totally dug all the of the chains and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that was. I think he was questioning um, Rich's um, lack of enthusiasm towards Sam Raimi. Um, okay. So wild card possession movie. How would you rate this on a one to 10? Oh, it's a nine. It's not my favorite possession movie, but it does a really damn good job. Okay, what's your favorite possession movie? I gotta know. Um, 
So it's probably at the moment, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Ooh, I, I enjoy that. Cause that one scares me probably the most out of possession movies at this like stage of my life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. It's still, um, I mean, it's still the exorcist for me. Uh, but I, I did, I did really like the exorcism of him. Possession movies are probably my favorite. Yeah. They're uh, one of my I, favorites too. I, I totally dig that. Um, and there's one that really surprised me. It was called the unborn. I don't know if you've seen this one. Oh, I haven't. Mm. Okay. So it's basically a woman, a, I know girls going through her life and come to find out she was a twin and she consumed the other twin, mm -hmm. but that was possessing her Ooh. and she was going through this thing and it, and it's, there's, you know, Gary Oldman's in it and they do a Jewish exorcism, mm -hmm. which was really cool. The different way that they did it. Um, now I like, there's another one with Jeffrey Dean Morgan called the possession. Uh, yeah, were, I was going to bring that one out too. <laughs> I, I really like that one. And there's, you know, with the Dybbuk box and all that. Yeah. And there's a Jewish, um, exorcism ritual there but it's totally different so if you if you get a chance to check it out it's called the unborn the unborn i wrote it down because i haven't seen yeah. that one yet but the exorcist scared me to death when i was a kid but when i watch it now it it doesn't scare me anymore you know it's just i don't know i i still enjoy it and i still like to watch it but it just doesn't scare me like like it did before but the exorcism of emily rose there's oh there's just something about that one that just freaks me yeah no it's Maybe. it's jennifer carpenter that when she's in the barn and she does that with the with the face mm. and how there's no cgi in that she did that herself yep it was so bad that it scared the crap out of the director mm -hmm. yeah because i remember watching all the special features for that because i was like man this was based off of a true story i was like i want to know what actually happened so like me being a creep i read all the stuff because yeah. like a good chunk of that movie takes place in the courtroom or with the lawyer and not yeah. necessarily her, you know? So in, in that, that part of the movie really intrigues me as well. Yeah. I like that too. Cause I, I, I dig the courtroom dramas. Mm -hmm. Me too. So it kind of gives me a nice little hybrid to where you get a little courtroom drama and then you get a little possession mm -hmm. and it's kind of a flashback or, you know, the way that they do it. Uh, so yeah, I, I dug that. Um, caveman says best home invasion movie you can't choose huck's answer of et so <laughs> home invasion movie any i guess just the strangers i mean that's like the that's, main one right yeah i i dug the strangers and it was really the strangers didn't bother me until the last line of the movie mm -hmm. and that's when you're like you <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering my door ever again. Never again. Um, everybody, yeah. Everybody's saying, hey. Boy, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, okay. David and Mel, have you all checked out my movies? Yep. I've checked I, out your channel. I have. I haven't, I haven't been on there recently, Sarah, but it's been really busy for me. But I will definitely get in there as soon as I can. Um, okay. So I, I got to do that score since we were, we were playing around. Interesting. 
Interesting. Uh oh. Okay, let me bring this in. All right. So, but yeah, I, Evil Dead. I it's just I think it's an iconic movie, and it's it's just it's one that I, I had to have in my collection. So yeah, I've got the steel book right behind me. So mm-hmm. that's something that I just yeah I couldn't be without. But let's go to the let's go to the final scores. I think you're going to find this really interesting. <laughs> IMDb gives us seven point four. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics score eighty six percent. Audience score eighty four percent. Rich gave it a 67. I gave it a 79. And Mel, your score is a 73. Oh my goodness. That's lower so than I thought it would be. Rated this lower than Killer Clowns. But if you look at it, Rich and my average is 73. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so you can see that. He, he's a 67. I'm a 79. So put that together at 73, which was exactly your score. That's awesome. So meant to be. totally cool. Well, yeah, the cast is killing me here. It's bringing all my ratings yeah. down. <laughs> it's bringing your scores down, but I think I think with this next one coming up, it's going to change a little bit. So um, let's talk about number two. I, we have your hot seat question number four, and that is, who would be on your Mount Rushmore of actors and actresses? Oh my god! So, like, favorite actors and actresses, and we can go straight horror, or you can just anybody. Um. So, well, like, if you go, oh man, if there's a movie with Denzel Washington, I have to watch that. Or so, I I have to watch Woody Harrelson. He is probably my number one. (laughs) I love the Corys, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a big Charlize Theron fan and Angelina Jolie fan. Nice. How many more do I need? <laughs> Is that enough? <laughs> I think I think you've said at least four. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I think we're good. Those uh, are those are my mains, I guess. Okay. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. Oh. Um, Sarah says that she only needs to add the Evil Dead remake to her collection. And hey girl. Uh, Mika. So yeah, Mika is going to be on our high five next week. Hell with her yes. five horror movies, that was awesome. equally fun. Again, there was one movie that I'd never seen before, so oh, that was, uh, that was a great. It's a great treat to get a horror movie that I haven't seen because I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of horror movies. That's nice. Um, Steve says, according to Fed Alvarez, Evil Dead 2013 is a continuation, which is why you see Ash's 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88 in the movie and also Ash's cameo at the end credits. Yeah, according to according to Sam Raimi, he said it was part sequel, part reboot um, when they interviewed him. But, oh, everybody. Everybody loving Mika, and rightfully so. Um... Okay, so let's get to our number two movie. Um, And again, I think you might be a little surprised. Let's see what Rich said about it. Oh, my God. The Lost Boys. I really like this movie. It still holds up today. Um, This is probably my top vampire movie of all time. It's just a fun watch. 
it's got comic book shop in it, so that kind of wins points with me. It's got the Ducoris, it's got Kiefer Sutherland, um, Jamie Gertz, I think that's her name. I, I like her. Um, but yeah, this is a fun um, horror movie, vampire movie, and another great pick. I like this one. Ah, yay! We got <laughs> gonna one. End friendship if you didn't like this one. <laughs> and no longer like you. No. <laughs> um, so... Is is this your top vampire movie? This is my favorite horror movie of all time. Oh, favorite of all time. Awesome. Mm -hmm. If we're not counting the Burbs as a horror movie. If we're not counting the Burbs. Because the Burbs <laughs> is my favorite movie of all time. Of all time, yes. I, I this would everybody. be my favorite horror movie of all time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yes, 4.5. What made you fall in love with the movies besides escapism? <laughs> um, I don't know. My monster, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, girl. yeah. No, I, I love Lost Boys. Now, it is, it is my number two vampire movie mm. of all time. I do have, I do have one that I like a little bit more but it's just me personally i'm more of a of a classic vampire fan so the original fright night is my favorite oh yeah okay um because i do i like chris randon in it and roddy mcdowell and i love the whole i love i love that one in particular but then lost boys is number two and it used to be near dark was my third and then 30 Days of Night took that over. So oh, 30 Days of Night is my number one. three. I, I really enjoy that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lost Boys is great. Vampire movies are the best. And that's, oh, that's my best friend, Mike. Hello. Hello. The maggots in the Chinese food box still gives me the heebie-jeebies. Mm -hmm. I, I almost had that picture for you, Mike. <laughs> what movies what movie should i watch my first time watch mel has saw on my list i saw my list so so you've seen your list so mm. Sarah's list. what would be a good first time watch for her do you know i don't know i'm oh, sorry Sarah. Lost i don't remember your list <laughs> so, so good fright night let's go see i do it i love fright night but lost boys so unique in its style um right down to the to the way the vampires die and the whole the whole thing with how the garlic works mm -hmm. i just i dig it and this is from this is from 87 was when this came out um but yeah i mean this, ah, this is it's so here. cool like these are the cool kids yeah <laughs> This is the movie that made everyone want to be a vampire. <laughs> yeah, way before Twilight. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody sparkles in this movie, you guys. <laughs> they wear leather um, instead. Evan. Okay, yeah, so Lost Boys was fun. Not my favorite vampire. Mine is Interview with the Vampire and then Blade 2. Okay. Blade 2. Nice. There's a hot take. Blade 2 is an interesting, an interesting take. Mm -hmm. I, I like the Blade movies. Mm -hmm. But they don't, really, they don't really crack my favorite vampire films, but I do like Blade 2 a lot. Um, Lost Boys is one of my favorite. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's ah, such a good movie. But let's let's go ahead and get to the cast. And I mean, I'm just gonna put a ten for you for cast because Thank this you. is yep. <laughs> this, this is yeah, I mean everybody about everybody is literally everyone literally I mean right down to you know, got Bill S. Preston Esquire in the back. You got mm. Jamie Gertz, who mm. Rich is like, yeah, I kind of like her. But I I like Jamie Gertz. And um, Billy Worth, of all people, is in this. Yep. Um, and then, of course, you got Kiefer Sutherland, and you got Jason Patrick. You got the Corys. Everybody and their dog. Diane is Weist. Is it Weist? Diane Weist. Yeah. She's mom. Yeah, it's totally anything. So, okay. Wait. We will be we will be talking about Sutherland on Disney night, but truly he can't do no wrong. Even his bad movies, he's still good in them. Mm -hmm. uh, Blade 2 was a fun one. Del Toro fan. So that one was enjoyable. Nice. Yes. Um, some of their performances in Lost Boys sparkle, Dave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever cast slays, yeah. This is one where the cast absolutely slays. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> speaking speaking of slays, how did the acting slay in this one? Uh, well, well, see, this movie can do no wrong for me. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a nine. Okay, I I, I love your restraint, Mel. <laughs> So, Can we just do tens across the board and call it a day? Across the board, except for the IMDb. Oh my god! No. Can we just skip that one? Oh, this is funny. You got you got to hear this though. Okay. Um, okay. So here is the synopsis from IMDb about Lost Boys. After moving to a new town, two brothers discover that the area is a haven for vampires. That's it. That's it. Ah! This is some of the worst. And I, usually, I usually get like one or two that are like really bad, but this has been almost across the board, except for maybe Psycho Gorman wasn't bad. No, this one, yeah, that, the other ones make Psycho Gorman actually look pretty good. Look, look like stellar. We should yeah. give Psycho Gorman a 10 for the, yeah, we probably for the plot. See, with um, that, I don't even know if I'd watch this movie. That sounds like every other vampire movie. That sounds yeah, like no, great like, night. I mean, if they, ah, like, give me a little bit more, but yeah, I still, you know, vampires, I would still be in. Yeah. But Maybe yeah, six. I mean, I, six, okay. I mean, no. I, uh, I know that's kind of sad. That <laughs> <laughs> makes me want to cry. I'm so sorry. But okay, ending. Come on. How is the ending not? Oh, the at ending least, is epic. The ending's got to be at least a nine, if not a ten. Oh, it's ten. Yeah, I, I agree. It's ten. With the grandpa walking to the fridge and he gets out one of his root beers. Yeah, like, the one vampire. thing I never could stomach was all the damn thing. Like, you knew the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, damn it. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, so yeah. Sarah says she has thousands of physical DVDs to upgrade. Me too. Um, love me some Mel. Hey, she rocks so hard. Hello. Uh, Lost Boys is on my watch list. Do you it. haven't seen it yet, Adrian? I'm I'm a little shocked, but <laughs> I'm kind of 
I'm kind of jealous too. If you get to watch this for the first time, for the first time, yeah, IMDb is the actual worst, worse than Rich's take on Evil Dead. <laughs> um, this is this is where I hate David's rules. <laughs> IMDb is the worst at describing, and that's kind of the point. Me I mean, too. I kind of, you know, I kind of do this on purpose because we love these movies. We want to give them all tens across the board. So I've got to throw a curveball to get the score down a little bit. Wish me luck on my root canal on Monday. Oh, that ending is a 10 hands down. Yeah. I just, yeah, girl. I, I dug that. My only thing, and it was kind of, kind of cool and bad at the same time was how Kiefer Sutherland's character died. Yeah. I kind of wanted it more epic, but it was kind of cool that it wasn't. Well, I mean, it was kind of epic. They had that battle in the rafters. Yeah, but I mean, like... you, know, you know how they say that every, when a vampire dies, any number of things can happen. They could explode or implode. They, they could implode. They could do this. They could do that. And he just kind of went, uh, uh. <laughs> well, he died and then he turned pretty. <laughs> yeah. And then he went, oh, he's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. He was he's so handsome. He's so gorgeous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I declare. Um, <laughs> oh, he's going to do Flatliners after. Um, oh, my God. I love that movie. Love Flatliners. I know. We do. <laughs> um, yes, he turned pretty. He turned pretty. Yes, he did. He was already pretty. He was um, already pretty in like a roughy and rough like bad boy way. And then yeah, he dies. And, bad boy. Like, and then he went just kind of, ooh, smooth. And, yeah. Um, all of a sudden clean shaven. And no. <laughs> he literally um, was. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so what about the story here? What did you think of that? Um. So th the funny thing about this movie is there's not a lot of story here. It's like the most pivotal part of the story is these kids they they move in with their grandpa you know and then yeah. like after that it's just kind of like this thing happens to that like it, it's almost like a, this movie could have all happened in one day <laughs> you know what i mean like if you okay. it, it doesn't but if you think about it it's like they move it they move to santa carla and then they meet these vampires and then like they have to kill them all <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so there's not really a lot of story here, but the the small amount of story we get is fantastic. You yeah. know, I feel like they they did a lot with very little. They made they made very little look very theatrical and cinematic and and all of that. So I want to give the story a ten. <laughs> give it a ten. <laughs> okay, I would give it a ten. Why the heck not? I think that yeah, Rick gave it a 10. I yeah, give it a 10. Let's cool. do it. Okay. Um okay, so was <laughs> Mike says that's just say if all the corpse would to stand up at once, there would be one hell of a population problem. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh I wanted more of the mythology of the vampires. And I I think that was kind of the point. This was kind of a modern like these were modern vampires that really they really didn't know the mythology yeah well and like so, i said it's kind of like, like a, a day in the life you know like yeah. here's here's a day in santa carla of something that happened and then 
you almost imagine across town there's something else kind of like this happening, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now if, you, if you take this, so you take all the fangs out of this. This is like a coming of age story. It really is. Yeah. Right. So that's where I kind of put, I'm like, if I, if I took, if we took all the fangs out of this movie, this would be, you know, two brothers move with their, you know, single mother. They, they move to this town to live with the grandfather because something happened at home. And then the older brother falls in with the wrong crowd and the younger brother is trying to help him. So I, I kind of mm -hmm. liked that as a story in itself. And then they inserted the fangs and made it all vampire -y and stuff. I actually and, um, heard a really good theory one time, and this was from another podcast that I used to listen to that Kiefer Sutherland's character was in. So he was in stand by me. So that was yes. like him in high school. And then he had that situation happen in that movie. And then, so Kiefer Sutherland left town and he ended up in Santa Carla and met Max and Max turned him into a vampire. And then now we're seeing where he ended up after stand by me. Like, I was like, oh, that is such a cool theory. <laughs> a cool, yeah. That's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and speaking of inserting fangs. <laughs> that was like the goriest scene you get out of this movie too. It was, that was the goriest scene you get. And you get that just instantly for a second and then mm -hmm. it, and then it's gone um but yeah no i totally dug this movie um vampire movies from john carpenter i do like vampires john carpenter's vampires was good yeah, i enjoyed good. it what do you think of the script here for lost boys trying to get back uh, on track <laughs> i loved it there's so many like repeatable lines in this movie like death by stereo i literally still say that today and i don't even know why like i just randomly will say it in conversations and stuff so there's a lot of like good one-liners repeatable lines so i want to give the script like i'd say a nine just because it's not it's not thoroughly flushed out i feel like there could be some things but okay okay um how about the visuals cinematography <laughs> all these beautiful boys running around all these, yeah, and and just just for the dude with the saxophone, and you give me a shirtless, greased up Tim I, Capello. It's gonna be I, a ten. I still believe. <laughs> yes. It would have been cool to have gotten the sequel with all the girl girls gang with Drew Barrymore. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know. I was really excited about that one. Yeah. So, so you're going to go 10, right? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go 10. And I, okay. you know, I'm kidding about the dudes, but kind of not kidding. Like there was not kidding seriously <laughs> joking, <laughs> but there were some really good, like the cave scene was really cool. And like the ending scene yeah. with that big fence post going into his chest and him flying into the you know, the fireplace and blowing up. That was really cool. The vampire that gets the death by stereo when he blows up, that was really yes. cool. Yes. So there were some things. Uh, yeah, I dug that. that the was... lighting was great too. You always got, they weren't neons, but there was like, there's always like a red or blue light for some reason all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really neat. Um, okay. Now, talking about the direction so this was directed by joel schumacher and um he did uh well batman and robin so we'll throw that one out but he did 
Um, he did Phone Booth. He did 8mm. Um, Phantom of the Opera. He's got quite a few good... Ooh, Blood Creek. I like that one. I really yeah. Like <clears throat> he has a good uh, track record, for sure. He has a good track record. So, yeah, I, I, I think the... I think the direction here was really good. So I think so too. Especially when you have like all of these young people and you got to like rally them and get them together and tell this really brief story. I I mean, I would give it, I'd give the direction probably in mine. Okay. Nice. Okay. Dude. Soundtrack and the music (laughs) and 10, 10. I just, all over the place. All over the place. Okay. (laughs) So, you could literally buy the soundtrack of this movie and every song is a jam. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um okay, so and I'm just looking at the trailer and it shows the dude with the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Capella. I just clicked on it and I was like, yep, I still believe. Uh, um so oh wait. So yeah, yeah, great visuals. Um this is one of the most <laughs> one of the one of the most 80s movies ever made. Yeah. I feel um, like it's perfect, like perfect it's middle ground as far as the guys go. All the dude wanted to be them and all the girls wanted them. Okay. Um, Mel, what is your favorite song from The Lost Boys? Uh, probably Cry Little Sister. Yeah. It's I like be. People Are Strange. I'm, uh, I, I do like that one. But yeah, Cry Little Sister mm. is, is my favorite too. <laughs> I often love Batman and Robin. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, as far as Schumacher's concerned. Oh, dude. Um, Falling Down. I love. Oh, Falling Down. that was a good one too. Oh, so good. Also directed Batman Forever. Yes, he did. Yeah, Tim's scene is epic. Um, okay. So the last thing is the wild card. One to ten. I mean, based ten. on the vampire movies, ten. 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 <laughs> It's my favorite of all time, so it's got to be a 10. It's favorite of all time, so it's got to get that score, right? Yeah. So, totally. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland was great in William Friedkin's last movie, The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I haven't that. seen that with the late Lance Reddick. Huh. Uh, great courtroom drama. Okay. Interesting. Um, I really liked Kiefer Sutherland in Phone Booth. Even though mainly he's just a voice. I was going to say, even though he wasn't in it. <laughs> but as soon as I heard his voice talking to Colin, I was like, dude, that is Kiefer Sutherland. Spotted it right off the bat, but it was oh, so Oh, yeah. Cool. Me too. Um, his My favorite performance of his is Flatliners, probably. He does mm. such a good job in that movie. And that movie is so underrated. It is. It's so good. And then... What did you think about the the reboot? I hated it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. Garbage. Hot trash. I I was like, no. This is why they can't do this. Because it just, it makes people who have never seen Flatliners not want to see it. And it makes people who have seen Flatliners just hate it. Hate hate the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely hate the new one. Yeah. Yeah. There was such a vibe with Flatliners. It had such a tone, like a mood, you know? Yeah. It was It was really... And I just... I love that cast. Julia Roberts and... Kevin and Bacon. Just, 
Kevin Bacon is just, I love that, mm-hmm. that dynamic between that cast. The chemistry was awesome. Yes. It was um, amazing. All right. Let's go to our final scores on lost boys. Um, now we're talking as far as your scores go, Mel. So let's put <laughs> this out. IMDb ah! goes with a 7.2 rotten tomatoes. Critic score 77 audience score 82 rich gave it an 84 i gave it an 80 and you gave it a 93 hell yeah out of 100 so i would have gave it 100 if i could this this makes sense if it wasn't for imdb you probably would have given it yeah (laughs) damn it adrian says watch flatliners recently and it's still a great film yeah Mm -hmm. kiefer in the vanity heartbreaking his All performance right. in Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is horrifying. Um, all right. We've got one movie left. Okay. I can't believe this um, was number one. This was this was number one. Um, and most of it's kind of my fault. But let's let's look at Rich's viewpoint on our number one movie. Sinister. I dig this movie. Um Ethan Hawke is fantastic. Um, the home movies really creep me out. And I think out of the five movies that you picked, this was definitely the most scariest, creepiest, however you want to put it. Um, yeah, I really like this movie. Thank you for picking it, Mel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our, our final movie from 2012 is Sinister. Um, starring Ethan Hawke, and I, I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a goodie. Um, it's a it's a goodie. It's it's found footage wrapped up in a paranormal package, and I I, I absolutely got. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, <laughs> def, I definitely I agree with Rich. It was it was the scariest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Lost Boys. Lost Boys is iconic. Evil Dead is iconic. This one, I think, as time goes on, I think this will eventually drop below. As far as as far as my viewpoint goes, it'll probably drop below Lost Boys and Evil Dead at some point. But right now, it's still fresh. It's, uh, I think, it's just eleven years old. So mm-hmm. I, I still like. I like to watch this at least once or twice a year because it's got really really good like jump scares and creepy just a, the creep factor with the kids and mm-hmm. I, I i totally like this i kind of um, feel bad for this one because it it came out and then it got overshadowed by like all this conjuring and insidious business because this one only had one sequel and the sequel was terrible sequel and was it, awful. I was so yeah, disappointed. Oh, the sequel was terrible. Um, so this one just kind of got overshadowed by those other two franchises, but this one is a to me a better movie. I agree. I think this is a, a way better horror movie mm-hmm. than those. I love the Conjuring movies, mm-hmm. but this me one too. was so it was so unique in its style, atmospheric. And- and Ethan Hawke did a great job. I mean, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, he can really do a horror movie. And then I saw him in Black Phone and I was like, totally cool. I'm totally <laughs> in. I enjoyed Black Phone a lot. Um, so, yeah, Mika loved Vanishing. Sinister is terrifying. One of the few films to actually scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't seen the Vanishing remake. The original is amazing. 
Brian says, I need to watch Sinister. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Sinister is scary. I agree. So this, this was actually up until 2020, this was voted the scariest movie of all time. Oh, really? Yeah. I believe that. So this was a, and there were, it was a thing where they did where they measured your heart rate when you watched the movie. And so they had these people watch 40 horror movies and then they measured mm -hmm. the average heart rate. And this one had the highest average heart rate okay. of any of the movies. That includes Exorcist and Emily Rose and Nightmare on Elm Street and all that stuff. I was just going to say, I wonder what other movies are on that list. Hmm. Yeah, it was like, like the main, like 40 of the top horror movies of all time. Wow. And 13th, crazy. all that stuff. The only one to beat it was a movie that's on Shudder called, called Host, which is the one where it's all done on Zoom. I saw that and one. And that yeah. really surprised me. I liked that one, but I think the issue was that one was like brand new because it was just came out in 2020. Mm. So people, most everybody was watching that for the first time and it surprised him. So I, I still think Sinister should be um, one of the main, like top scary movies of all time. Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. Because if you're watching a movie for the first time, like the suspense is so much higher than a movie when you know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Amiga says, yes, I saw that ranking. I believe it. I've never seen Sinister. I really, I did really like Insidious though. I mm -hmm. liked the first Insidious. It is a jump scare fest, but I I enjoyed that. And I think they strayed too far away from it with the sequels. Um, they tried to go make it more like Conjuring than like Insidious. I think Insidious should have stayed in that wheelhouse, but um, I did like that first one. And we should move ahead because I'm already past an hour and a half. Now. <laughs> the last one. So we're almost out of here, but we've had some really good, really good reactions from the chat. So I want to thank you guys for commenting. Um, oh, sure. This one's got a great. <laughs> this one's got a great synopsis on IMDb. So. Oh, goody. Um, <laughs> this is my first time watch. So. So, yeah. So what do you think, you know, the cast here, any, I mean, Ethan Hawke. Ethan, I recognize Ethan Hawke and the wife. Um, that's probably yeah. it, though, because there really isn't a whole lot of characters in this movie yeah. in the main family. And, um, well, I guess the people in the found like footage. The, like the cop. Because yeah. wife. I think I recognize the, that police officer that kept coming by. and I'd say probably five. Okay. I dig it. Um, how about the acting? Oh my god, it's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I I really like the kids here. Yeah, the kids and did a great job. It's did a great job, and I'm just gonna do this. Oh my god. So, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> uh, I'm like hearing I, the image too. Yeah. So I'd give it like a nine, probably. Okay. Down for that. All right. So let's read the synopsis on this. Ah. Here we go. Um, a controversial true crime writer finds a box of Super 8 home movies in his new home, revealing that the murder case he is currently researching could be the work of an unknown serial killer whose legacy dates back to the 1960s. That's terrible. That makes you think that this movie isn't what it is. It, that's not at all what it's about. I mean, it's a really long synopsis, but 
It's like, that's not even what it's about. I mean, it's kind of, but at the same time, it's like, it, no, it got it's the not what it's writer and the box of movies. But it makes when you, it comes it, to the unknown serial killer and stuff, that yeah, it makes you think that this is like some kind of tr true crime thing where he's trying to solve like a serial killer murder or something. Yeah, but well, I, mean, I guess not, kind of not knowing anything about it though, if you just read the synopsis, would you be would you be interested in watching it? I mean, I would because I love yeah. true crime. Yeah, so I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. But I yeah, wouldn't I mean, be excited I, about it because it doesn't I, I ended make up it giving it an eight. Yeah, I, I gave it an eight because I was like, oh, true crime. Now, yeah. if, if I'd have known what the movie was about and then read the synopsis, I'd be like you. And that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's kind of right, but it's not. It leads you to believe that it's something. Yeah, it, le it leads you oh. down a, the wrong path. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So let's talk about ending. What do you think about the ending here? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't a happy ending. No. But it was and good because it's like, I'd give it an eight. Okay. All right. Story. I can't give it a bad score just because it didn't end the way I wanted it to. <laughs> no. And that's kind of, sometimes I give it a higher score because I was like, I didn't expect it to end that way. So right. that surprised me. It may not have been what I wanted. But I liked that it surprised me. So I end up usually kind of up in the score on that. But, okay, so what do you think of the story? I loved the story. There was something so good about a true crime writer writing a new story and then, like, actually moving into the house of the story that he's writing. <laughs> like, yeah. to me, I was like, that sounds like something I would have done. <laughs> You know, like right. I want to live yeah. in this like creepy ass house so I can like see what happened and stuff. So yeah. the, I love the story. So I'm going to give that an eight. Okay. All right. So script, what do you think about how it was written? Um, I feel like this could have oh. been kind of complicated just because like the story that's being told is also visually being told because yes. The found footage parts, there's no dialogue there. It's just all No, it's visual. really just, hey, watch this. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to give you a little bit more later when you find the extra piece of the films. Yeah. Uh, so then they have to find like a clever way of wrapping it up and encapsulating all of that stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really like that. So I want to give it an eight. Eights okay. across the board. It's across the board, it looks like. Okay, visuals, <laughs> cinematography, visual effects, CGI, yada, okay, yada, yada. So some of the visuals in this movie are some of the scariest ones I've ever seen. Okay, so like when, uh, crap, what is the name of the entity? B Bagul. Yeah. When Bagul, Bagul is like standing out in the yard or when you see him in the pool, like, oh, I just gave myself goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> It is horrifying. And then the found footage reels, like there's literally one with a lawnmower. Yeah. And and people buried up to their neck. Like, oh, wait, are they buried? No, they're just laying on the ground. I don't know. They're laying on the ground or something yeah. and there's a lawnmower. And that was horrifying too. So I'd give the visuals like a nine. Okay. Because they were scary. And is this the scene with the um the kid when he's in the box? 
Oh yeah. Dude, that freaked me out. Dude, I <laughs> love that. No, it's horrifying. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> um so yeah, that was yeah, that was one of the things I I actually gave the visuals here a 10 because I was like I it it was scary, it was creepy. The way that they did the home video footage was creepy. The way that the kids were going back and forth in the hallway behind him when mm -hmm. he was walking down the hallway. I was like, dude, so cool how they did that. It was really smooth. No sound. Uh, I was I was in. Yeah. The uh, only thing that I that didn't really sell me on it is once you started seeing the other kids it made it a little less scary for me because they, I don't know, they just didn't look, they weren't scary. You know what I mean? Or like, okay. it was just like, they looked weird. They're supposed to, I don't know. I wanted them to look different. And so I think, yeah, maybe that's why I'm going to give it um, a nine. Okay. Um, okay. So direction. So this was directed by Scott Derrickson. Now Scott Derrickson did have a hand in directing the multiverse of madness as well with sam mm -hmm. raimi but he also direct he produced black phone he directed deliver us from evil um which was eric banna that's another really good possession movie oh okay that i really liked and that, that's actually based on a real life person who i interviewed <gasps> uh, uh so ralph sarchi um is who that that movie is about and he was a police sergeant in new york that became a demonologist and i actually interviewed him two years ago for my other for my other podcast which is called spirits with spirits where we talk about the paranormal and uh -huh. uh, and so he did, had this great we had this great show with him about talking about angels and demons and and how possession works and how exorcisms work and things like that it was a really, it was a great interview. That's um, cool. But, the, but that movie deliver us from evil is about, it's based on his book that he wrote about himself. Wow. Um, that's cool. Dealing with, dealing with a possession issue while he was a New York cop. And um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen that, check that one out. I but haven't. he also, I also directed that. So, um, I was, I really liked the directing here. What would, what did you think about it as far as tightness of the movie and, you know, nothing really sticking out as like being out of order or anything like that? No, I, th I thought this movie was spot on. It, 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 it was really great. Like I said, it has like this vibe to it and yeah, I, yeah, I just, I'd give it a nine. Sweet. All right. Music, sound effects. So there's always no. this sound. It's it's not really music. It's kind of a sound no. when you're watching one of the clips. You yes. know, I can't even put my finger on like what it is. Did you know what it is? What stood out for me was the sound of the projector. Is that what it is? Right, and then but there's this. There was this underlying like a like a hum. Yeah. Or something that was like underneath it to where it just it just added like a creepy layer yes yes to the whole thing almost like the 
like the like the projector itself was humming like it was warm and it was with the light and everything it sounded it sounded like an easy bake oven if you ever use an easy bake oven and you just have that really bright light bulb and it goes mm -hmm. it kind of hums it kind of hums yes That's so other than that and like maybe a few other things there this movie is kind of quiet because there for a couple of years, this movie was one of my comfort movies because you could literally yeah. put it on in the background and do anything else. And it's not overtly loud, you know, right. there isn't a, like a lot of screaming or anything. So yeah. uh, sometimes silence, silence speaks volumes. Yeah. The, the saying goes. So, yeah, I actually I actually gave points to that. The fact that it is so quiet mm -hmm. that. It just, it leaves you in your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And um, I, that's I, part I of what I love most about this movie. Like I said, yeah. it was a comfort movie forever just because like I could just have it on and it was just eerily yeah. in the background. So I'd give it an eight for sound. Okay, good. Yeah, because the, the lack of sound is actually something that you can score as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Paranormal movie. Absolutely. A um, little bit of found footage. How would you rate the the wild card here, the type of horror? I would give it a 10 because yeah. this movie nails it on all levels pretty much. Absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. I thought uh, you might. <laughs> like I said, I, 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 I really, I absolutely enjoyed this. This was, this is a, such a fun watch um, as, as the sick bastard that I am. Uh, <laughs> According to Rich. Yes. Well, I'm glad he enjoyed this one too, because it, it truly is a good movie and it's, it's getting that like underrated status. Like I said, because it's just getting overshadowed by all of these other bigger franchises. So yeah, we need to give it a little love. You need to give it, give it a little love. Yeah. You guys, yeah. if you haven't had a chance to check this out, definitely do so. Cause it's, it's amazing. It really is. Um, and I'm just going to check it. It is, it's on Bravo TV now. Um, probably find it on sci-fi channel even, but, and you can rent it on prime for three seventy nine. So, yay. <laughs> so you can kind of watch it. You can't watch it for free, huh? Boo. Yeah. I agree with the 10 rating. Thanks. Yes. And it's just spinning, so hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> it does not want to come on. The, let's see if that one works. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Final scores on Sinister. IMDb gives it a 6.8. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 63%. Audience score 62. Rich gave it an 86. I gave it a 92. Mel, your score on this one is an 81. Dang. Solid. <laughs> Solid. So it's like a good movie and stuff. It is. It's like a good movie. <laughs> nice. So then awesome. my list would be Lost Boys, Sinister, Lost Boys. Killer Clowns, yeah. Evil Dead, and then Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yeah. And I'm writing those down right now. <laughs> So that I can do the closing thing. Um, I've got, I did not do hot seat question five. So I'm going to give that to you now while I finish this up. 
It is give us your most surprising hot take. So one movie that you can't stand that everyone seems to love. And this is, we're going to leave this horror theme. So is there a horror movie that everybody seems to like that you don't care for? Yes. So Midsommar, I hated that movie. I I cannot stand that movie. Everything about it. There was like the one scene where they like, chuck the old man off the cliff that was kind of cool (laughs) yeah that sounds terrible but um other than that the movie was uh, just not for me (laughs) so i guess that would be my hot take okay did you like any of those like the witch or hereditary or i liked hereditary i have not seen the witch i still have yet to see that one okay Do, 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 do. Got one more do. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more hot takes that I have. I mean, I didn't particularly enjoy Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, but I think that's not a hot take. <laughs> not, not really. I mean. I guess my my hot take is I actually like Halloween Kills. Oh, there you go. Um, because a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. Aside from the hospital scene, I thought the hospital scene was ridiculous. That scene uh, upset me on like a whole other level. So many levels, right? Mm-hmm. It was just so bad. Um, like, you know, that whole evil dies tonight and crap. I'm like, go away. What the mm-hmm. <laughs> that did not did not work for me. All right, so I am going to save this together the uh, the outro while we did this. So I'm loading it right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, that way, because I had to wait till your scores were come in before I could before I could put it in. Gotcha. So um, <laughs> Mika says, "Can't wait to get your thoughts." When you see the witch, Mel. Yes. So I need to find like a physical release of it because I missed out on that second site release. And I don't really know of any other one. Um, okay. Other yeah. than maybe just like a standard blue or something. So I'm, I'm hoping right. somebody else puts it out with some kind of glorious edition. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, Holland says he's not an Ari Aster guy, but a Robert Eggers guy. Mm. Um I did like Northman a lot. That one, that one, I didn't think I was going to like that. I have yet to see that one. I own it. I bought it, but I still have to watch it. Yeah. I ended up seeing it in the theater and I was like, dude, that was better than I thought. (laughs) Nice. Um, I bought, I bought the 4k. I was like, dude, I love Viking movies. I just didn't think I'm not a Robert Eggers fan. Um, But I did like Northman. I liked how they did it. So that has Alexander Skarsgård in it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, in all his full frontal glory, in fact. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's, very, it's very silhouetted, but there's there's like a whole naked fight scene. That's hilarious because I'm re-watching um, True Blood right now and he's naked in that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he is. <laughs> You don't get to see it, but he was naked in Legend of Tarzan too. Margot Robbie was like, "Whoa!" Um, 
So that's it for the show. Mel, did you have a great time? I did. This was super fun. Um, it was interesting. Sorry it went wrong, but it's okay. Um, I I had a blast. I know the guys in the chat had a blast. Thanks everybody for watching. So Mel, before we go, take us out by um saying, you know, what's up with your channel? What's coming up next? Oh, I'm big. <laughs> Um, well, I do have a giveaway coming up tomorrow on my channel. So if you guys want an opportunity to win a couple movies, check out my video. I'm going to be dropping tomorrow. It is sponsored by MVD. So it's very exciting. Uh, and we have a Rad Pack episode coming up next week. We are doing a uh, The Blob versus The Stuff stream on Friday. So come check us out on the Rad Pack podcast channel for that. And not that. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. True blood. Great stream. Thanks, Mika. Mm -hmm. You're 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 gonna be my next victim. I mean, guest on the ah, show. I can't wait to watch next it. <laughs> next Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna have Mika and Kira, Heck yeah. the twins on the show. We're gonna talk horror movies because they got their five. And um they pick some good ones too. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leak that right now. I was they gonna pick. say, do we get to know what they are? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna present that. So, in case you guys want to watch these movies again and kind of follow along with us next week, they picked Autopsy of Jane Doe. <gasps> so good. Silver Bullet. So good. Talk to me. <gasps> House of the Devil. Okay, and Green Room. I don't know if he's seen that one either. Okay, those last two. I'll have to watch those last two. House of the Devil. Um, that's the one I haven't seen. That's oh, the, uh, that one I haven't seen. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so many great guests. Thanks, Holland. Yeah, I I try to get like the best people. Because uh, <laughs> <so>. you know, <laughs> you know, because I got rich, so I need to counter. No. Um, but uh yeah no, after that yeah. evil dead take i believe after it. that evil dead that <laughs> sam raimi take um <laughs> but but yeah no i enjoyed green room um anton anton yelkin i think i know patrick stewart is in it it's an a24 yeah anton yelkin imogene poots um patrick stewart this and patrick stewart's the bad guy Ooh. In, in green room so it, it's good That's i enjoyed that a lot mm. yeah I, I enjoyed that one a lot but yeah house house of the devil i haven't seen so that one that one i'm looking forward to watching sweet um but yeah i love autopsy of jane doe that is so good and silver bullet's so good and i just a, saw talk kind of, to me yeah, the other day I mean, oh Talk to me. I saw that in the theater. That that's my horror movie of the year. Oh, really? See, I wish Absolutely. I would have went to the theater to see it. Yeah. Oh, so good. That yeah, was a it was good. Definite, definite creepster. I I really enjoyed that in the theater. <laughs> um, but yeah, Silver Bullet. I have a special place in my heart for Silver Bullet because the the Reverend um, Everett McGill, who plays the werewolf, mm -hmm. um, his last name is my last name in the movie. Really? Yeah. That's fun. It has Corey oh. Haim in it. That's why I love it. <laughs> I like Corey. That, I think that's one of my favorites of Corey Haim is that. Is really? That yeah. I love his little contraption that he rides around on. I love his 
you know, his his Gary Busey invented wheelchair with the rockets. <laughs> All it was missing is like so you know, oil slick, you know, some James Bond crap on it. That would have been awesome. Yeah, which for sure. Gary Busey yeah. player. To me is our favorite of the year as well. Yeah. This it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to talk that with um Mika and Kira. And we're gonna talk about tea because they're big tea nuts. Yeah. And I'm a big tea nut. So oh. we're, we're gonna we're gonna compare teas. I, I I told her that I told them that I want to do like a pairing. So like they pick a movie and then they're gonna tell me a tea that they'd like to pair with it. I love that. Yes. So, so we're we're gonna do that, and um, that's gonna be a lot of fun next week. I think Rich will probably be lost because he's not a tea fan. But, <laughs> well, maybe but he okay. will be after. He will be after. He'll go. You know, I'm gonna try some of these teas. I didn't realize there were so many different kinds. Mm-hmm. So many different kinds. I've I've got this huge cupboard that's just full of tea. Just really, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you guys are great. gonna have a good time talking tea. It, it's <laughs> going to be a blast. But Mel, I'm gonna let you get out of here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, and thanks to everybody in the chat for hanging out. I appreciate it, you guys. Thanks for hanging with us, and thanks if you're gonna watch us on replay. I really appreciate that. Again, like subscribe, turn your notifications on for the 4K Lowdown and for Mel at My Killer's po- My Killer Podcast. And as far as the Faces for Radio are concerned, we will see you next time on By the Numbers, which will be next Wednesday or possibly Saturday, depending on if Rich has to work again. <laughs> Until then, I'm going to play a recap for you of all the scores, and we'll see you. Take it easy, everybody. Bye.